coming up, the Bucks and Giants clinched their spot in the postseason while other teams saw their playoff hopes come to an end. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NFL, local experts taking us from game to game throughout week 17 of the NFL season. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Steelers are not ready for their season to end just yet. They upset their rival, the Baltimore Ravens, on the road on Sunday night football. Locked On Steelers hyped after the win. Locked On Ravens already looking ahead to week 18. I'm Chris Carter from the Locked On Steelers podcast, and this is your Locked On Now. As the Steelers have done it, they have upset the Ravens in their own house with a remarkable comeback in the second half, 16-13, and the Steelers' playoff hopes are very much alive. I'm here at WPXI Studios, so I do apologize. The full episode of Locked On Steelers is going to take some time tonight. I'm doing post-game for the show, and I'm doing the final word after. But... This was such a huge moment for these Pittsburgh Steelers. For one, the defense, time and time again in the second half, just like the game against the Raiders, making every stand they needed to make to give the offense the time to figure things out. Najee Harris, an unbelievable, his best game yet since he's joined the Steelers, over 100 yards rushing, helped Kenny Pickett get a clutch first down on a QB sneak, and then catches a ridiculous touchdown pass late in the game with less than a minute to go. Kenny Pickett, the offense, all game long, grinding, grinding. They they couldn't finish a drive. Once again, on the last drive of the game, is able to push the ball down the field, make the right throws. One of the, the maybe the best throw of his career was the pass over the middle to Steven Sims, right past the arms of the defender, and then another amazing, ridiculous pass to Najee Harris to get the touchdown. I am still really. I just. I, I This has been an amazing run by this Steelers team to fight in it. They are now eight and eight. They face the Cleveland Browns next week, and there's so many things you could say about this Steelers team about how they have grown up this year. A lot of people left them for dead at two and seven, and here they are at eight and eight with a chance to go to play next week at home against the Cleveland Browns. If they win. And they will also need the Dolphins to lose to the Jets, and they also need the Patriots to lose to the Bills. If those three things happen, this Steelers team is the seventh seed in the AFC playoffs. I didn't think that they would get to this point. I thought that something would stumble in in some other way. This is insane. And especially in this game, they go down 10 points in the second half. Uh, You see the frustration from the team as Cam Hayward gets called for a penalty that I thought was very ridiculous at at the end of the first half. It got the Ravens the chance to go for it again and get a touchdown that put them up uh, put them up by a, by, by a touchdown it was a very rough situation the offense not getting points the defense giving up a field goal at the at the beginning of the second half and then rebounding time and time again and then yet again Minka Fitzpatrick with a game closing interception wins the game for the Steelers I believe that's his sixth on the season first team all pro safety this Steelers team I, continues to grow up. Kenny Pickett, I, I think he hasn't been able to put together the complete performances, but you're seeing the clutch gene k- kicking in, the leadership, the standing tall in the tough moments. That's what Mike Tomlin said he wanted to see out of him. That's what he saw him out of Pitt, and that's what he's seeing out of him now. This Pittsburgh Steelers team, not dead yet. We'll break a lot more of that down on the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm the host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Carter Critiques. Check me out, Late Night TV, WPXI Channel 11 in Pittsburgh. Um, if you want to check 
check out my post-game reactions. We'll have a full episode out later in the night, but you'll be able to watch it all Monday long for what's going to be an, an inspiring and it's a, a very exciting week for, of Steelers talk leading to the final game of the season for their playoff hopes. We'll see you then. Baltimore Ravens suffer a heartbreaking, heartbreaking loss in week 17 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Kevin Ostracker, the host of Locked On Ravens, and Baltimore loses a last second loss here, 16 to 13 to the Steelers. And a lot of the same issues that we have seen for this team, they pop back up in this game. On offense, the run game, it did have some moments. J.K. Dobbins starred, but offensive inconsistencies, situational awareness, situational play calling, some costly penalties. They all did the Ravens in, especially in some key moments. On defense, the Ravens defense only allowed Pittsburgh to score that one touchdown and that's usually enough to win you a football game but the defense did get gashed on the ground 198 yards for the Steelers rushing against a defense that was the third best unit in that regard coming into this week and now Baltimore has to regroup really quickly going up against the Cincinnati Bengals in week 18 for now a game that might not even mean a division win for Baltimore's if Cincinnati beats Buffalo in week 17 the Cincinnati Bengals will lock up the AFC North and push Baltimore down to the wild card. But if Cincinnati loses that game, the Ravens and Bengals will be fighting for the AFC North crown in week 18. For more on this Ravens team and their week 17 loss, be sure to follow the Locked on Ravens podcast and subscribe on YouTube, part of Locked on Podcast Network. The Texans were unable to turn the momentum from last week's win into a second win in a row, and instead they got blown up by the Jaguars. Locked on Texans recapped the three-point effort from Texas. In the last home game of the year, the Houston Texans' New Year resolution must have been leaving points in 2023 because they completely forgot to bring them one Sunday against the Jags. I'm John Hickman of the Locked On Texan Podcast, your team every day. The Jags rushed for 169 yards on the ground. Field position was the biggest story of the game for the Houston Texans. Five drives started inside the Houston Texans' 20-yard line. And then defensively, the same old song, you might as well get a remix. Missed tackles. Missed tackles on Sunday was crucial for the Houston Texans. Not getting those crucial stops. One of those missed tackles leading to a 62-yard rushing touchdown by Trevor Etienne. Make sure you check out the Locked On Texans podcast throughout the week as we continue to cover your Houston Texans. Jalen Hurts sat out again on Sunday, and the Eagles paid the price against the Saints. New Orleans took down a Philadelphia team that could only score 10 points, and Gardner Minshew at quarterback wasn't able to get it done. Both locked on Saints and Eagles go over the result that keeps things interesting at the top of the NFC. Regardless of postseason potential, the New Orleans Saints lock up a future-altering victory in the city of brotherly love. I'm Ross Jackson, host of the Locked on Saints podcast. The New Orleans Saints get a massive win against the Philadelphia Eagles, have now not allowed a single opponent in the last seven weeks to score more than 20 points, and over the course of the past five weeks have allowed just 13.6 points per game. That makes them one of the top defenses in the NFL. They get star cornerback Marshawn Lattimore back, who just casually misses 10 games with a lacerated kidney, only to then come back and walk in a pick six and lift his team to victory against one of the NFL's best offenses. That was granted not led by MVP candidate Jalen Hurts, but this is still a team that put up 30 plus against the Dallas Cowboys with a little bit of help with Gardner Minshew at the helm. For the New Orleans Saints, this victory is more than just postseason talk. This victory is more than just a notch in the win column. This is the type of victory that makes free agents 
want to come and be a part of your culture. This is the type of victory that makes draft prospects work out at their absolute hardest because they appreciate your grit. This is the type of victory that keeps in-house free agents in the building over the course of the offseason because they appreciate the team's dedication and the staff's dedication to victory. This is the type of victory that maybe you won't get to see play out in the postseason this year, but you will notice the moment that these New Orleans Saints hit the field again, week one of 2023. For more on the New Orleans Saints, make sure you're following along every single Monday through Friday with the Locked On Saints podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, it's going to be do or die week 18 for the Philadelphia Eagles to clinch the number one seed and the NFC East Division Championship after a 20-10 loss to the New Orleans Saints on Sunday. I'm Louis DiBiase, host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. They just needed one win, but for two weeks in a row, the Eagles could not get it done, and they beat themselves in the first half. An awful game plan on the offensive and defensive side of the football. Soft zone coverage, mismatches all over the place. The defensive line getting no push against the run game. Gave the Saints an early 13 to nothing lead, and then you look on the offensive side of the ball, it wasn't much better. The Eagles made Gardner Minshew seem like he was Jalen Hurts when it came to the game plan, but Minshew showed that he couldn't go through the same progressions, could not make the same plays with his legs. It was just too little too late in the second half when they finally got the run game going in some big plays. But again, the uh, the lead was too big. You get a turnover key in that second half, a pick six by Marshawn Lattimore when the Eagles are just down three. That put the game on ice. But even before that, six penalties on offense kept stalling drives. Despite the defense finally figuring things out and going off, the pass rush with seven sacks today. The fifth game in a row they've had at least six sacks, the longest streak in NFL history. But again, just too little too late on both sides of the ball. And now the Eagles need a win next week against the Giants to clinch the one seed and the division. We'll see if Jalen Hurts plays in that game. Honestly, He's probably going to need to. I'm Louis DiBiase. This is Locked on Eagles. The Eagles fall 20-10 to 10 against New Orleans at Lincoln Financial Field. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now at 500, and that's apparently already good enough for them to have won the NFC South after Tampa beat Carolina on Sunday. Tom Brady's back in the playoffs. Mike Evans had a three-touchdown game. Locked on Bucks. happy to talk all about it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are NFC South champions back-to-back years for the first time in franchise history. I am James Yarko, one of the hosts of Locked on Bucks, and the biggest story in this one isn't that the Buccaneers have won the NFC South. It isn't that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to the playoffs. It is the connection between Tom Brady and Mike Evans getting back on track. Mike Evans extends his NFL record nine consecutive seasons going over a thousand yards. He needed 83 on the day to reach that mark again this season. And he finished with 207 and a hat trick of touchdowns on 10 receptions. Brady throws for over 400 yards, has the three passing touchdowns to Mike Evans and a rushing one of his own. But that connection that has missed so often this season apparently seems to be right back on track just ahead of the playoffs. And when you potentially have all pro center Ryan Jensen returning to help keep Brady upright, that connection getting hot at this moment could spell trouble for all the teams in the NFC if they have to cross paths with Tampa Bay 
in the postseason. For more on this and all things Tampa Bay Buccaneers, make sure you check out my co-host David Harrison and I five days a week on the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Patrick Mahomes' three touchdowns helped the Chiefs beat the Broncos and keep Kansas City alive in the race for the top seed in the AFC. Locked on Chiefs looks at the possibilities going into Week 18. The Kansas City Chiefs are winning ugly, but they are winning, and that's what matters. I'm Ryan Tracy from Locked on Chiefs, and it comes down to this. Despite allowing a Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos new interim head coach at all get into a game that they're able to sustain with, that is bad, but it's not the end of the day. They do get the win. They do sustain their forward momentum. And that's what it comes down to. Patrick Mahomes in the process throws for 5,000 yards and is one of three quarterbacks to do that multiple times. That is an accomplishment. On a date where he threw for 70%, 300 yards, and multiple touchdowns, there are complaints and there is reality. The reality is Mahomes is the best quarterback in this league, is the forefront for the MVP, and will win them playoff games. Who that's against is, remains to be seen on Monday night. We're going to talk about that all week on Locked On Chiefs, your team every day. Coming up, the Giants are headed back to the postseason. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar. They are the best tasting protein bars on the market. They are made with 100% real chocolate. They come in dozens of different flavors, but they're high in protein, low in sugar, low in fat, and low in carbs. Now, if you head over to Built.com, you can use our promo code LOCKED15. That will give you 15% off of your order, so just make sure you put in that promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NFL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Desmond Ritter has his first win as a starter in the NFL, and he beat the Cardinals without throwing a touchdown pass. Locked On Falcons tells you how that happened in Atlanta on Sunday. Do you smell that? That smells like victory. I'm Aaron Freeman host of Locked On Falcons, Desmond Ritter got his first win with a 20-19 win over the Arizona Cardinals in Week 17. And sure, you can sit here and say, oh, they barely beat a Cardinals team that was depleted by injuries. They had to get a quarterback off the street in David Blau, you know, and they won a game that doesn't really matter because the Falcons aren't in the playoffs and all they're doing is ruining their draft status. Well, if you say that, you know, you can can that chatter losers. The Falcons needed a win. Desmond Ritter needed a win. He was efficient. This was a confidence booster for not only the quarterback, but for the football team, because we are approaching an offseason where there's going to be a lot of talk about whether or not the Falcons should go out there and get a new quarterback. And the stronger that Ritter finishes, the higher the chance that he can quiet that conversation. So there's one more game left against the NFC champion, NFC South champions, I should apologize, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who finally sealed it uh, with a win over the Panthers today. And we'll see if Ritter can do the one thing that Matt Ryan never could in the Falcons uniform, which is beat a team led by Tom Brady next week. For more coverage of that upcoming matchup, as well as this Cardinals win, make sure you follow Locked On Falcons, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Washington Commanders lost to the Browns at home yesterday, ending the small hopes that Washington had and making the postseason. Lockdown Commanders has more on the loss that ensures Washington's season ends next week. All right, Commanders fans, we're here at FedEx Field where the Commanders blow another golden opportunity to control their own playoff destiny and make it a little bit easier on themselves, perhaps even clinch a playoff spot if they would have received help from other teams and if they would have beaten the Cleveland Browns. The problem? 
that didn't happen, and it wasn't particularly pretty. 24-10, the Browns roll into FedEx Field and yuck their way, uh, blowing out the Commanders in the second half. The Commanders actually had a halftime lead after a 21-play drive uh, that spanned from Washington's own four-yard line and ended in Carson Wentz's fourth-and-goal plunge over the top for the touchdown. But that was the last time Washington would really uh, be competitive and see the lead, if we're being honest, and Cleveland rocks and rolls on the afternoon. Now, again, the Commanders have dropped three out of their last four games. They're 0-3-1. They have not won a game since November 27th against the Atlanta Falcons, and again, they can be eliminated with a Green Bay win tonight, which would render next weekend against Dallas completely useless other than playing out the string. We will see. We'll have a full live podcast uh, on the Locked On Commanders podcast uh, later on this evening after we know the results of the Green Bay game, David Harrison and myself. But for now, from FedEx Field, I'm Chris Russell for Locked On Now. For the first time since 2016, the New York Giants have made the playoffs and Locked On Giants goes over an emphatic win for Big Blue while Locked On Colts goes over a brutal loss for Indy. The playoff drought is over as the New York Giants have clinched their first postseason berth since 2016 thanks to their 38-10 win over the Indianapolis Colts Sunday at MetLife Stadium. After the Colts took an early 3-0 lead, it was all Giants. Safety inside linebacker Landon Collins recorded his second career pick six and quarterback Daniel Jones had an absolute field day finishing 19 of 24 for 177 yards and two touchdowns, and adding 11 carries for 91 yards and two rushing touchdowns, as the Giants posted their first 30-point game in their last 43 tries. Running back Saquon Barkley, who finished with 58 rushing yards on 12 carries, set a new single-season career high of 1,312 rushing yards, with one game remaining in regular season play. With the win, the Giants have clinched the sixth seed in the NFC playoff tournament and will face the third-seeded team, which is currently the San Francisco 49ers, in the first round of the playoffs in two weeks. The Giants will close out the 2022 regular season slate against the Philadelphia Eagles at Philadelphia next week. It's New Year's Day, and if you're a little hungover, then don't worry because the Indianapolis Colts were as well. They had another embarrassing loss on Sunday, this time to the New York Giants, 38-10 on the road. This is Jake Arthur of the Locked On Colts podcast. Well, Colts are 4-11-1 on the season, but really it seems much worse. Uh, this was just another sluggish, lifeless performance where the other team just absolutely killed them. Uh, the Colts have now lost 9 out of their last 10 games. It was their 6th game this season where they lost by multiple scores. 5th game where they scored 10 or fewer points. Uh, overall, in their last 4 contests, outscored 151-68. to So, the Jeff Saturday experiment not going well. Uh, quarterback Nick Foles was knocked out from the game with a rib injury uh, on a sack from Kayvon Thibodeau. You're going to see a lot about this, this uh, snowman thing going on. So, that was... Uh, a pretty polarizing moment as well. Uh, he was replaced by Sam Ellinger, who did a little bit better, uh, was able to get the Colts down for their uh, their lone touchdown of the day. You've got to imagine it makes the most sense for him to start next week, regardless of Foles uh, injury status. Man, um, the, the two of them combined for 124 net passing yards, which is the Colts' third lowest total of the season. 
Oddly enough, the two worst performances were Ellinger's last start against the Patriots and Foles' last start against the Los Angeles Chargers. So not great from those two so far. Uh, The defense just was, it was not going to be a good day for them regardless coming into this one. Uh, Down Kenny Moore coming into the game. Down Isaiah Rogers and Yannick Ngakwe. Brandon Faison was knocked out of the game early in it with a concussion. Uh, So just totally hamstrung, you know, one hand tied behind their back. Daniel Jones was a stud in this one as a result. He's a good quarterback, and it was kind of a privilege to to see him take that next step and just honestly take advantage of a a pretty weak Colts defense going into this one. Uh, Saquon Barkley had a nice, efficient day as well. So really just kudos to the Giants. Uh, They're the latest team to use the Colts to punch their ticket to the postseason. Uh, That has happened feels like numerous times in the last month or so. Uh, so mercilessly for the Colts, just one game left at home next week against the Houston Texans. For more on that matchup and more, and honestly a look to the offseason for the Colts, check us out at the Locked on Colts podcast. Every Monday through Friday, we're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The Vikings get blown out at Lambeau Field as the Packers are still alive in the playoff picture. Locked on Vikings slightly speechless after a game where seemingly everything went wrong for Minnesota. Well, that was a catastrophe. The Vikings lose 41-17 to the Green Bay Packers. There's too many things that went wrong to really go over it, but the things that really stick out to me are... The procedural problems, Austin Schlopman goes down early. He's the backup center. Third string center, spent most of the season as a backup guard, has to come in. All sorts of snap problems and exchanges. Brian O'Neill goes down. Oli Udo comes in as a right tackle, gives up a strip strip sack. Um, problems getting the right amount of people on the field. They had 10 men on the field on a third down. Problems getting the right cleats on with all sorts of players slipping and sliding on a field you play in once a year. A a a lot of stuff that feels like it it should be basic and taken for granted on any NFL team went wrong for the Vikings. Missed field goals and not to mention then you just got outplayed in a whole bunch of other ways as well. Just everything went wrong and that's how you end up... Uh, letting up 40 to the Green Bay Packers in a game they had to have and the Vikings maybe didn't think they needed to worry too much about. Um, hopefully some lessons learned on that one as they move on to Chicago with still a chance to get the two seed if if the 49ers lose to Arizona, but more likely the Vikings are looking now at the three seed and a date with the New York Giants in the playoffs. We'll see if the Packers can meet us there. Uh, for more on all of this, you can find the Locked On Vikings podcast free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NFL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On NFL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast as we head into the postseason. You can do that on YouTube or wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.